What? A screw would make my jaw capable of, like, operating like a real joint. Do you hear that? Hey, 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 listener. Welcome. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That is maybe the worst thing we've ever done. That's possibly up there, top, top two things worse that we've ever done. Uh, guys, that was just the, the sound of Robin and my TMJ. Just our jaws clacking um, open. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. I I had a really bad, uh, like, not lock jaw, but I slept on mine weird a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, eating sideways for, like, <laughs> full week. It'll get you. You know that I had lock jaw for know, a couple, like, so weeks last fucked. year. My my fear is to get lock jaw with my mouth open, <laughs> which can happen. Frozen into a grin. Yeah, like, like ah, I'm excited. I'm doing it, but you can't see it. You can't see people it. that are listening. Hey, Stephanie, guess what I have? Oh my god! Boom! Whoa! World's cool. scariest places. Whoa! Where did you get that publication? Um, my dad surprised me with it and gave it to wow. me at treatment the other day. Wow! It was the best uh, entertainment during treatment Shit. I've ever had. The One of the things on the front of it is Dracula's Castle, which, did you know that they don't even think Vlad the Impaler, not only did he not live there, but he probably never visited? I know, it really takes the magic out of visit? it. Probably not. Wow. Hanging wow. coffins. Girl! What? The dead hover above the forest in caskets dangling yeah. from cliffs. I think that that's we how I want to be buried. this. As a travel guide. Oh my god, yeah. There's beautiful places in Does a vampire lurk amid the cracked headstones and mossy mausoleums? I'm gonna vote yeah. Probably. Fuck, this is so cool. It's really good. Ooh, a fetish market? Oh Mm, my god, that has some crazy photos in it. Interesting. Wow. Shout out to my dad. Well, everybody should really try to find a Centennial Spotlight updated 2018 special edition World Scariest Places. Haunted. Creepy. Abandoned. Yep. There's I'm a lot. Guess that they sell it at Barnes and Noble. Who knows where he goes to get, get it on these the old things. internet? I don't know. But yeah, cool. So it's my pride and joy. That's I also really fun. Finished the haunting of Hill House today. I finished it this week as well. All right, we'll have to talk about it off air more. <sighs> but yeah, let me just say this: I was disappointed by the finale. I'll say it. Overly sentimental. Too sentimental, and I don't think it's giving anything away to say that they change a, like, very classic line from the book mm. and 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 turn it into something really cheesy that, yeah. like, I feel like goes against... Well, I feel like the source material eat- really isn't acknowledged it's not, but in this iteration. Yeah, but, like, they, they use, like, you know, whatever walk there walked alone, mm-hmm. and then... All right, cover your ears if you're worried about being spoiled. But this won't spoil anything. At the in one of the final episodes, they say whatever walk there walked together. Dumb. It's like dumb. That's not what the book is about. No. And I know that this show isn't based on the book, but it's also not really what the show is about either. No. It's up until like that you, last episode, it was a different tone. The yeah. Whole, like throughout. Yeah. Yeah, but I did love it. I thought it was very well done for what it was. Um, Like, all the way up until the way very end, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I love to be scared. I like a ghost. 
I took like a five day break from watching it because yeah. I was like, I didn't come here to feel emotions. I came here to get scared. But that's that's the mark of a good horror. I guess. But somebody on Twitter described it as goth this is us. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. That's really great. You know that um, that's one of my one of my treats for myself. I know it is, is watching This Is Us. You and many people. Yeah, and just crying. That's just a, crying. Well, that's why I'm never gonna watch it, dude. Yeah, I don't need more excuses to cry. I just I look forward to it because I'm like time for my good cry. Time for a, a good a sweet release of a cry. Yeah, because a it heavy almost. Cry. I will say this: it has nothing to do with me. My crying reason has nothing to do with my yeah, life. Don't cry for it's me just like, anymore. God, I do love her. I do love Mandy Moore. I'm going to say it. Is it because of the show that you love her? No, I've always loved Mandy Moore. No, oh, okay. I did not, you know, ever listen to and couldn't, like, her music, and I cannot tell you, like, a single song what of about hers. Candy? You got it. Now that you candy. say that, yeah. yeah. I do I do remember that. Oh, and also A Walk to Remember songs, of course, I Oh, I yeah, recall. I had to sing that fucking song. But I always I always liked her as, like, a, a person, I guess, she like, in the zeitgeist. Yeah, and then also um, Princess Diaries. Was she in that? Yeah, she's a mean girl. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Yep. Well, I like her. So you're saying I should watch This Is Us. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I like Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. what I'm saying. Well, twist and my I arm. I love Sterling K. It. Brown. Okay. I've heard good it's things fine. about him. Yeah, he's wonderful. And also, of course, maybe because I also love Gilmore Girls, but I love Milo. Oh, yeah. Forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's the main source of crime. He's the guy. Uh Yeah, he's the main guy. Mm -hmm. He's got beautiful hair. He's like, that's the one thing that bothers me is that it's basically a show about, like, a dad that everyone is like, he was amazing and perfect, and we'll never get over, like how much we love him. And I'm like, that's nobody's dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think it's anybody's dad. It's like, maybe I just don't get it. No, but I think that happens especially after people die. Maybe, yeah. People, you know, kind I've heard of my parents talk glasses. about, yeah. you know, their parents and stuff in very reverent ways. Everyone just turns into like a saint. Everybody becomes a saint. Well, uh, speaking of saints... Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. I meant to look up ghost news. I didn't Oh, that's know. okay. Whatever, whatever, whatever. All right. Well, no, I forgot. There will be a ton of it next time. Forgot what I was going to say about... Oh, the, uh, welcome Saints. to That's the Spirit. This oh, is That's the Spirit Podcast. Oh, God. Yeah, welcome. Hi, I'm everyone. Steph. I'm Robin. We saw The Love Witch this past week. <sighs> Boy, did we. And let me tell you, listener, <sighs> I love it. It'll knock your fucking Everyone off. should see it. Uh, not only... Do I love her? She's more Beautiful than anything in the world. But so they only cast like over 54 year old men in the entire movie, mm-hmm. which makes for like an, a crazy world where I'm like, yeah, I'm glad that there's a lot of guys dying in this world. Yeah, all the men are disgusting yeah. and all the women are flawless. Yeah, beautiful and wonderful. Also, the cafe, the like Victorian era oh! themed cafe is my favorite the place heart. in the world. It is a masterpiece of comedy. And the theater was going wild. Yes. Which like is so wonderful because I've only ever watched it like alone at home. Yeah. And like, 
you know it's funny, but it's really nice to hear like an audience reaction. Be like, yeah, this to is funny for like, all of it's us. It's funny, and we get it. And we oh, like it. It's really, really wonderful. We also had a um, an Espot mm-hmm. this past week. I hosted an Espot, a, a witch coven party. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lovely time. It was wonderful, and I feel empowered by it. We cast some spells. We mainly we watched so some many snacks. Candles. Every candle in my house was Stephanie on fire. Laid out the. Most beautiful snack array I've maybe ever seen. It's not my best work. It's not my best work. It was still beautiful. And then she made two pumpkin pies after we left. Yes, that's true. And I stayed up until 4 a.m. Only me decorating a gingerbread house, a haunted gingerbread house. Oh, you should post that on Instagram. Oh, I should. It looks amazing. It was such a fun night. Oh, my God. She bought a special light that projects (laughs) ghosts on the ceiling. Yeah, we posted that to to the Instagram. You (laughs) guys can all see. It's my, like, it's a permanent installment year-round for me now. Yeah, that's just, like, a a nightlight. Yeah, it's not, like, a, a seasonal thing. It's just, like, part of my home. Yeah. At this point. That's who you and, are. And continuing. Mm-hmm. I also might leave up all those cobwebs. I like them. They do add a bit of rustic charm. Yeah. Uh, when I put them up, like, we had somebody somebody new over who was like, I really like all your Halloween decorations. And they pointed out the cobwebs and then, like, seven to eight things that I just have normally in my house. <laughs> I like that whole skeleton-themed yeah. look that you have. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, look yeah, at all these, like, crazy crystals like and, like, old-fashioned things that are haunted that are just laying about. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Decorations. It's so weird. I just get, well, get really into it. Yeah, that's just a that's a candelabra that's only out for yeah, October. That'll all be Christmas stuff soon, don't yeah. worry. Well Well Yeah. It was really fun though. And we got to watch a lot of the the Vitch. Yes, which the you know I love. Do you want to live deliciously? I don't think we made it to that part. Definitely not. And then we of course we watch Hocus Pocus. Of course. I also like forgot that my favorite part of the witch is how they how the two twin children pronounce words. When Mercy's like Mercy. No No, <laughs> no. Mercy I love them. <laughs> Black, that's like the reason that they say like that. That's yeah. that's now my favorite part of the whole movie is how those fucking twins talk. God, I love them. They're so no. scary. I love them. Well, that's like the weird old English accent. Yeah. Like that's you know, I love colonial it. people's had. I love weird. it. Um yeah, it is fun. It's really fun. Yeah. <sighs> well, well, did you just do a hereditary click almost? No, I did like a, which is like a lateral click, and the hereditary click. I can't do it. Is one of those. This fucking scares me to even hear you do it. Hereditary is now on Amazon. You can all rent it and enjoy it. You should put on your 3D goggles mm-hmm. so it's right up in your face. Oh. I would love 3D Hereditary. <laughs> 40X Hereditary. Whoa. You saw it. You get your head sewn oh off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. Sorry that I'm yawning. I'm trying to think of the other scary movies coming out soon. Halloween. I didn't see it. Uh, is it out yet? To. Yeah, it's it out. probably it's is. Out. Yeah. Um, wait, let me check real quick. Real quick. Because, I mean, this is the season. Yeah, it's um, the season. Jamie Lee Curtis posted today that Halloween had, like, an incredible opening week. Really? Which is good for really them. Happy. I do want to see it. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Netflix keeps recommending this other 
show called Haunted, just Haunted. Oh, yeah. And it does look very scary. Is that a reenactment show? I don't know. Um, because when I saw, like, the little, you know how it starts playing, like, a yes. kind of preview? It reminded me of the show that you were oh, an you actor mean, in. You mean Primal Fear, the Halloween <laughs> yes! special that was my TV debut? Oh, my God. It lo- Ugh, guys, Stephanie is, first of all, as mm-hmm. you know, she's a star. Unfortunately, there's nowhere you can stream that, but you can buy I, a DVD uh, online. I think that we should buy it. I would like to rewatch Maybe it. Maybe I'll just go and buy it right now. Um, Steph gets a nail to the head. Yeah, I'm a lobotomy victim, but I do remember I was in... Um, I was in Boston watching it, and you were in Wilton watching it, and you texted me... Are you the bear? Because it starts with like a bear attack, and um, it was like the show before it or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh wow, everyone! Tell me. Uh, okay, for a dollar ninety nine, <gasps> you can buy shut this DVD up. Wait, it's a dollar ninety nine, and it's a physical DVD. Yeah. Wow. And I don't get royalties from this because I think I made a, a whopping $100 on this shoot. <laughs> it's not nothing. Um, also, the list price is down from $24.98. Ooh, that's 90, quite a cut. A 92% <laughs> discount. And there is only one left in stock. Should I buy Wait, it? You should really buy it, please. I, I hope this is it. Oh, my God. I, I mean, even if it's not, that's a steal. Okay, so. The uh, shipping alone costs so much more than what this costs. <laughs> We do have Prime. Send it to me, and I'll buy it because I get free shipping on Prime. It's not Prime, though. Like, it doesn't qualify for Prime. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Of course I have Prime. Okay, dude. This podcast is brought to you Stephanie, by Prime. You know Estimated I- delivery October 24th <gasps> to October 26th. We're going to watch my Wait, amazing TV it? debut. Hell yeah, it? dude. Oh, One copy left in stock. Oh, I need it for my, my reel. God. Wait, you really should have that. No, I can't reel. put something on my reel that was like 12 years ago. Are you kidding me, dude? Do you think Meryl Streep has left out old Meryl movies? Streep doesn't need a reel. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying it's some of your finest work. It really is. Not a line to be had, but really, really great You're really um, makeup. You're really serving a lot of face, though. So. I did get a horrible ear infection because I was on a like a, a wooden table platform that for some reason during shooting they had to put on an angle, but they put my head on the down angle. Oh, my God. So I was laying with all the blood rushing to my head for like two hours. It was I a think that's really job. bad for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a ear infection. Uh, huh. Somehow. Wait. But, yeah, Wait. I don't know. Um, Suspiria. Ooh. It's coming out real soon, and you know we got it. Yes. Uh, the only thing that throws me off is that I think that Dakota Johnson's wearing like, an insane wig <laughs> yeah, the entire time. Dumb. And I'm like, who, who did this? Like, that's not Some how hair idiot. looks in the front of your face. Just like plopped like an Anna from Frozen wig on her. And yeah. And like, okay, Dakota, you look amazing. It like, doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah, it's like strawberry blonde, like... Thick ropes of hair. Like you can't, you can't do a long with parted in the front no. and just like not give it five hours of attention before you start yeah, sh- filming. Get a, get a invest in a good lace front. It like, had to be. I think it it's just like real. I don't know. Maybe it's the best they could do. Maybe she's got a weird forehead. I don't well, know. Well, you know that I do. the the like 
German actor old man is it, that's Tilda Swinton in old man makeup. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's, I an, it's an all female cast. Fucking love and her. They like gave her a pseudonym, and like it's a whole thing. It's so good. I okay. Everyone go see this. I'm so excited. We it's should make a point really of good. seeing it and like we should see it if it's playing at Nighthawk. I would love to see it there. Okay, great. Let's okay, do it. I'll figure it out. You Wonderful. Know what? I'll buy us some ticks. Yes, <gasps> love I it. Can't wait. I can't wait either. I'm excited. We're also guys. Ah! It's Halloween weekend yeah! this week and next week. I think both count. Because yeah. I got some parties that are I'm invited to like November first and second. Really? 2nd. Okay. Yeah. I think people are just extending it, and I think that they should because yeah. traditionally, Christmas gets a whole fucking like chunk of the year. Most places in the world too do extend it, like uh, in lore and old and ancient times. It was yeah. actually through like November third. Oh, and I also found out this week about the Hungry Ghost Festival in obviously. Oh God, I want to just say like. Japan, but I don't know exactly where. I think um, I thought Hungry Ghost was China. Oh, fuck. Now I need to look it up. Maybe I'm getting confused about when I went over the kinds of yokais and you can have like one oh, that's just hungry yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, I fucking I fucking did fuck this up and confused China and Japan. It's okay. Which is the worst thing you can do. You more confused ghosts. Types of ghosts. Yeah. Hmm. Hungry ghosts are are Chinese. Th- Hungry ghost festival. Let me just make sure. I'm yeah, where's that right. at? And can well, we it's go? through. Um, it's through like August and September. Oh, yeah, amazing in Hong Kong. So, like, the culmination of it was August fifteenth this year. And what I'm, the point of me bringing this up is that it's it's a month long. That's so like honestly heartwarming to yeah, me. I love it. It's like thank you for honoring this special time. Yeah, and it's also because like how dare you think that ghosts just come back for one fucking day? One special night. Do you I'm ever sorry, go? Is this American Horror Story. Listen to me. If I'm taking a day trip, mm-hmm. I need to re- like I. That's a nightmare. I need to recover from that journey from commuting all that time. For the next week. Yeah, I'm not going to go for one night, turn around, go home. So what makes you think that a ghost is going to, like, travel through dimensions mm-hmm. just for one fucking night? Um, I want to show you also this uh, this incredible headline. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, rooms with a boo. Get it? Like, view, but it's boo. Do you get it? It's in the scary uh, magazine that I was reading. Scariest places. Um, That's a quality mag. Anyway. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Blop. Want to hear a tale? I would love to hear a tale. Okay, cool. I'm excited. So because of the witch party I had, yeah. I was just thinking about witches mm-hmm. and feeling like a witch. Yeah. Like really witchy. Yeah. Really fun. Uh-huh. Magic-y. Yeah. And I started, honestly, it made me miss my cat a lot. Oh, baby. So Blue Blue Listeners is in, in Connecticut right now, mainly because he fucking hates my apartment because it's too small for him and he's a big boy and he needs some he room to grow and, and run and play. Mm. But he's coming back soon because I'm his mom. Um... So I don't have blue, and it made me think a lot about blue when I got blue, mm-hmm. how much I love him, and my he's my son, yeah, and all his characteristics and mm-hmm. the face that he makes and what he does, and 
I then got to thinking, you know what? He is to me. A familiar. A familiar. So that's what I'm going to do. Yes. Oh. I'm covering familiars. Yeah. Okay. And by the end of this, you will be convinced that Blue is a familiar. Aww. Because I am. Oh, my God. Fully okay. convinced now. I'm ready. What is a familiar? In European folklore and folk belief of the tradition, like, it started in the medieval, early modern periods. Familiar spirits, sometimes simply called familiars, mm-hmm. I will simply call them familiars, uh, were believed to be supernatural entities that would assist witches and cunning folk. Now, cunning folk, it is a term, I'll look up the exact term, but it mm-hmm. is, it's a term used for people who were healers uh-huh. and not necessarily magic that, like, that was connected to anything that was, like, demonic or otherworldly mm-hmm. or um, evil in any way, mm-hmm. which is more like what the word witch was associated with. Mm-hmm. A cunning folk was also known as just folk healers, oh. somebody who practiced folk medicine, folk magic, and divination with uh, within the context of the various traditions of folklore mm-hmm. in Christian Europe. So okay. um, this is basically... Somebody that wouldn't wouldn't have been considered a witch, but a person of act of virtue, actually, like a good witch, like a Glinda, if okay. you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or like that one witch called Hagface, how she was just like <laughs> accepted and wonderful. Um, so yeah, familiars they assist witches and cunning folk, mm-hmm. which can also be men. In their practices of magic, according to the record of the time, they would appear in numerous guises. Sometimes as animals, which mm-hmm. is probably how most of us have seen them being used in, like, you know, TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at times as a human or humanoid figure. <gasps> the older, the, like, further back you get, the more that was true. That it was, like, a, some kind of a humanoid. Which also isn't um, isn't that, like, uncommon or it's, it's not that crazy to think about. Because if you think of something like the elves and the shoemaker mm-hmm. or... Even like Dobby in Harry Potter, it's like there are these things that are elves or gnomes or tiny little Little uh, helpers, yeah, Yeah. psychics who kind of look like people but aren't. Yeah, that are basically function as familiars. Um, Great. (laughs) They're described as clearly defined and three dimensional. I say that because. Even though they're sometimes referred to as familiar spirits, they're not ghosts. Okay. They're so They're tangible. not like invisible friends. They're really there. They're no. They're real things. They're not like a smoky, undefined form. Uh-huh. They're real. They're, you, well, not that ghosts aren't real. <laughs> but you I can mean, touch them and they will, they will touch you back. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. They're no, your yeah, friend. In a nice way. They're your best friend. Um, when they served witches, they were often thought to be malevolent, but that's just because... People, People are dumb witches. and thought that witches were. And then when they were working for cunning folk, um, thought to be benevolent. Even, But, like, who cares, right? Mm-hmm. It was up in the air anyway. The former were categorized as demons. So if you were a witch's familiar, you were a demonic force. Okay. Um, while if you were helping a cunning person, um, you were thought to be, like, a fairy, which... Traditionally, were also pretty evil. Yeah, fairies were scary. Yes, but they're connected to nature and not the devil. Okay, got it. So that's like I think the main difference there that I can kind of suss out. Mm-hmm. Um, the main purpose of familiars is to serve the witch or young witch. 
So, the, which is the young regular witch or young witch, <laughs> providing protection for them as they come into their new powers. Oh, I like that. I know. Since the 20th century, a number of magical practitioners, including adherents of the neo pagan religion, Wicca, have begun to use the concept of familiars due to their association with older forms of magic. So, they're like bringing it back into style. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these modern day practitioners just use their bets. Oh. And I mean, or different right wildlife right or um, believe that invisible spirit versions of familiars act as magical aids. So I actually have a friend, Julia. Hey, Julia. Hi. Who's really into uh, animal totemism. Oh, yeah. So she kind of looks at, she looks at it in dreams okay. and then also in like real world visitations. And like even that. like my mom, when she sees, she is like a special connection to a certain animal. When mm-hmm. she sees it a lot, she takes that really like seriously or as a sign yeah. or some kind of a message yeah. and so whatever she's thinking about or doing in that time she brings extra attention to mm. so i think that could also be like a form of a familiar mm-hmm. where just like a whole species and animal kind yeah. is My kind of on your side hairdresser who you've also seen today yes. was telling me how in uh, she's from puerto rico and she was like yeah in my culture turtles are a huge like spiritual symbol. Yeah. Which I had never heard before. That's really cool. Yeah. Is it because the the earth is held up by a hundred turtles? That's what I thought and I said that to her and she was like, what are you what are talking you, yeah. about? <laughs> and I was like, different thing, different thing. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're like they're gentle old and as wise fuck and, old. and like have a house on their back. Yeah. They're, she's right. I mean, yeah. The whole country is right about that. Turtles are amazing. I know. She was like, turtles are everywhere and I was like, Okay, we're turtles like, are sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's define. There's a couple ways to, to define a familiar. So I'll, I'll go over a few. Okay, Pierre A. Riffard says a familiar mm-hmm. spirit is the double, the alter ego, or an, of an individual. Okay. Now, when I think double, I also kind of think of a doppelganger in a way, but then he says it does not look like the individual concerned. So not that. Mm-hmm. Even though it may have an independent life of its own, it remains closely linked to the individual. The familiar spirit can be an animal, mm-hmm. obviously. French poet Charles Baudelaire, a cat fancier, oh, yeah, he believed was. in familiar spirits. It is the familiar spirit of the place. It judges, presides, inspires everything in its empire. It is perhaps a fairy or a god. When my eyes draw like a magnet to this cat that I love, dot, dot, dot. Oh. I don't know. He's a poet after all. Lives for cats. Just end with a fucking ellipses. A.P. Elkin studied the belief in familiar spirits among the Australian Aborigines. Um, basically, what he says here is just about um, totemism, like spirit dogs, spirit children, Interesting. like whatever form they take. Mm-hmm. Um, man himself is in the state of reciprocity, receptivity in sleep or trance. So I'll get into that more. Okay. But basically, how to like communicate with your familiar one-on-one is the same as you would talk to anything else but they can you they can like uh help you and assist in your magic because they have their own special abilities as well okay um so descriptions what can they be like they can be like anything but there are a couple unifying features the historian Emma Wilby noted how the accounts of such familiars were striking for their ordinariness and naturalism. So, like, just a fucking just cat. Just a regular cat. Yeah. That could be a familiar. And I should also say that, like, I guess 
Familiars were usually, this is European folklore, and then it moved to the Americas, like, in, like, you know, Salem, and mm-hmm. the witch trials actually talk about familiars a lot, but... Oh. It's it's so it's obviously started with the kind of animals that were around wherever this was. Mm-hmm. So like mice, hedgehogs, oh. cats, dogs, things like that, right? Crows, uh, snakes. Yeah, kind of like how in um, Native American totemism, you're not going to find like okay, mine is a sl- is a snow leopard because yeah. like that's not there. Mine is a unicorn. Yeah, well, who knows where those exist? <laughs> Probably everywhere. Um, so basically, they look ex- exactly like the thing they are, unless it's a humanoid. Still, then they look exactly like a humanoid <laughs> would look. But then they're still a supernatural thing. Yeah. So small animals, cats, rats, dogs, ferrets, birds, frogs, toads, hares, bunnies. Bunnies. Um, also cases of wasps, <laughs> butterflies. fucking furious. Pigs. Aww. Sheep and horses. <laughs> A little sheep, probably also a goat. Oh my god! Ooh, well, Black Philip is your familiar. Phillip. Well, your um, Patronus is a white stag. Isn't a white it? mare. White mare. White mare. We forgot to tattoo that Fuck. Revelations quote on our palms. Fuck. Someday, um, familiar spirits were usually kept in pots or baskets lined with sheep's wool and fed a variety of things, including milk, bread, meat, and blood. That's what cats sleep in. Yes, I also will say I don't, this is just one account of this thing, (laughs) because I've read many other places that most people would just feed their familiar whatever that fucking animal liked to eat. However, it was also a belief, and I'll get into this later too, that um, you know what a, a, oh, now I can't, a a witch's mark? Do you know about this? No. So, a witch's mark is basically a, um, it's a way that they would... Like witch hunters would strip down this person and look for oh, physical anatomy like indications that they were a witch. Okay. Um, a witch's mark, I think, is different than a witch's teat, which I will mm-hmm. get into. A witch's mark, I think, is when the devil like ran its claws over you. Oh, fuck. So you'd see like a claw mark on someone. Guess what that could be misinterpreted as though? Any scar. Any scar on your whole body. So usually if you were trying to find a fucking witch's mark, you would. You could find one. But they also thought the they believed in something called a witch's teat. <laughs> which could be like a they thought it was like a third nipple. But okay. It could be just like a skin tag, a raised part of the skin, a wart, anything, a uh, blood blister, like a temporary thing, a birthmark, anything. Okay. And they thought that witches used that third nipple (gasps) to nurse their familiar. No. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. Do I breastfeed my cat? Yes. 100%. Just like that. But it's natural. Like that woman in the witch who's breastfeeding that crow. Yeah. You've got to. You've got to. That's your baby. I didn't even consider that that could be a... a I didn't think about that either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that scene. It's like one of the craziest ones. Of all times. Um, Yeah. So familiar spirits usually had names and were often given down-to-earth affectionate nicknames. Oh my god, like Mumu, as well. Mhm. Or like when I call Blue Blueberry and and Little. Little. Yeah. One example of this was Tom Reed, who was the familiar of the cunning woman and accused witch Bessie Dunlop. No. With other examples including Grizel, 
Oh my Ridigut. god, that's so close to a cat's from a I cat's know. name. And Gritigut, who were the familiars of 17th century Huntington, Donshire, which James Wallace. Wow, James fucking nailed it with those names. Yeah. Oh, Griselli. No, wait. <laughs> no, Grizel. Griselli is like just like a man who <laughs> makes Italian a pasta. Version. Yeah. Um, and Agath- Agathion? Agathion? Agathion is a familiar spirit which appears in the shape of a human or an animal. Or even within a talisman. Oh, fuck. Bottle or magical ring. That's pretty cool. For some reason, it says it's strongest midday. So around noontime. Right. Sure. Fine. Um, they can also hold the form of human beings, like I keep saying, and I still can't believe it because I can't even envision it, living life as a human in the corporeal world. These familiars often have childlike personalities, like a like a Tinkerbell or like a Peter Pan type okay, person. Okay, yeah. Um, usually closely identifying with mythical fairies, with the nymphs, trolls, elves, Got butterflies, it. small birds, and cats. <laughs> Question mark? Some, one of these things do not like the other. Yeah. This form of familiar holds a great amount of purity, a type of energy and metaphysical power that is directly connected to their charge. It's like a manic pixie dream cat. Yeah. <laughs> a manic pixie dream troll. Dream cat. <laughs> manic dream pixie troll. dream troll is my new... <laughs> Yeah, that's how I'm going to describe myself. Yes. Uh, This form of familiar acts as a spiritual battery or amplifier, kind of like a selenite, of their charge, often to help them focus or harness their spiritual energy. So all I want is, like, a fun little childlike troll to come and be like, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. believe in yourself. (laughs) You can do anything you put your mind to. Yeah. I'm here for you. Yep. These familiars are usually very closely connected to their witch. And often never want to be apart from them, which is why I'm like, that's blue. Because he routinely just like forces me to hold him like a human yeah, baby like would. Yeah, like a true baby. Um, they sometimes find it physically painful or draining when separated. <gasps> no! I know. My I cat know. was. I thought she was gonna hurt the door the other day because she was out there while I was like getting changed or something. Aww. She started like slamming against it. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how do you meet your familiar? Please tell me. Is it pet fine? There's mainly two different ways. Okay. Um, in the early modern period, at least, there were... Well, it says three, but I think it's just mainly two. Ways of encountering um, your, your familiar. Mm-hmm. The first of these was that the spirit spontaneously appears in front of you. Yeah, that's it. Just while you're going Great. about your day to day activities, that it's like feels like the easiest that's me. way. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Let's Either get like it could be in your home, outdoors, some, anywhere. You could just be like, it's me, a troll. <laughs> <laughs> Various examples of this are attested in the sources of the time. For instance, Joan Prentice of Essex, England, gave an account where she was interrogated for witchcraft in 1589, claiming that she was quote alone in her chamber and sitting upon a low stool preparing herself to bedward. Nice. God, love it. When her familiar first appeared to her, while the Cornish cunning woman, Anne Jeffreys, related in 1645 that her fir- hers first appeared to her when she was knitting in an arbor in our garden. Oh, it sounds lovely. Yes, I know. I should also say that even though even though they're appearing to you just during like a day-to-day to- act activity for apparently no reason it's not for no reason okay usually they'll appear to a healer or a a, a witch right when 
you need them most, whether you know it or not. Okay. So that might be something really hard is about to happen that you can't overcome by yourself, or you're coming across a time in your own studies or coming into your power and you need an extra boost or something to kind of guide you through mm-hmm. whatever you're about to learn or go through, or you've been attempting something really hard yeah. and you can't get it and you need some help. You so need a cat. Yes, you just need a cat. You need a cat. And that's why, okay, I'm just going to keep on going and then I'll tell my story. But <laughs> the second manner in which the familiar spirit commonly appeared to magical practitioners was that they would be given it by a person, by a pre-existing individual. So sometimes a family member or a more powerful witch might leave you a familiar or give you That's one. That's so nice. Yes. And usually, um, so uh, one instance, the alleged witch, Margaret Lay from Liverpool in 1667, says that she was given her family spirit by her mother when she died. Oh, wow. I know. While another cunning woman, Joan Willamot, related in 1618 that a mysterious figure whom she only referred to as her master willed her to open her mouth and he would blow into her a fairy which should do her good. Uh, Yep. And that she opened her mouth and that presently after blowing, there came out of her mouth a spirit which stood upon the ground in the shape and form of a woman. Listen, that's fucking awesome. I know that it sounds insane, but I love that. Wow. Someone's just like, and then you have like a friend, an automatic friend. I mean, yeah, I love the idea of an automatic friend. Yeah. Wow. Stands upon the 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 floor is like here. I here like, I am. Hi, nice to meet you. A woman friend that can just be your friend now. <laughs> um, so yeah, they can get passed on. It's also thought in modern times that if you have a familiar that passes away, the very next animal that comes into your home will take up that same familiar spirit. Aww. So we can continue to live through because it's not necessarily connected to the physical body, mm-hmm. but it is of it. It, it. Yeah, it uses it like a hermit crab. Sure, yes, like a, a, a vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, a lot of the times you're experiencing difficulty prior to the appearance, which often means that you need some aid. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be like... You're physically struggling to survive. Like, you need food or shelter Mm -hmm. or water. Money. St. Bernard comes out of the avalanche with a Balto comes with the alcohol around the medicine. (laughs) I did also recently tell you about Balto, too, the story there. Yeah, it's sad. (laughs) Guys, I'll just tell you. When I was like in fourth grade, there was an assignment to just do a book report on Balto, and I had strep throat. So. I was at home and misinterpreted the assignment, and I just wrote the sequel, Balto 2. <laughs> and I poured my heart and soul into that, and I got, like, an F on it because it wasn't a book report. <laughs> but Balto 2. I did title it Balto 2. I all. mean, what else are you yeah, going to call it? You can't. Nothing else. Uh, yeah. It's my life's work. I, when I was in the Advanced Readers Club in middle school, we were assigned uh, The K, that book. Oh, yeah. And I just didn't read it. Um, and then in the club, the teacher was like, what was your favorite part of the book? And I was like, probably the K. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she found it. Read. Probably the K. It's like when they see the K. <laughs> when the K, when the K comes, the, the giant K, letter K. Wow. That's really funny. Stupid. I never didn't read the book. I usually read the book. I mean, obviously I wasn't that advanced because I just didn't try that hard. I anyway. 
totally advanced. Thanks so much. That's what I think. So some of the time you think that you're familiar, or I guess a lot of people might think that you're familiar you're familiar for life. Mm-hmm. Not so. Okay. You can make just like just like anything in life, you can make an agreement or a pact that says, look, we're only doing this for like three weeks. I'm just gonna need you to help me with this one spell and then you're wow. you, you can okay. chill, you can go. Or I'll call upon you, or like you come back when you think I need you, but like that's your contract. Yeah. And then sometimes it's decades or lifelong. I mean, the ones that... Both parties have to agree on it, Yes, they have to agree on it. And what's interesting, too, about familiars is that even though they are connected to Mm -hmm. their witch, they have, like, their own desires and motives and personalities and needs and wants. And, like, they are here to serve you and aid you, but... They aren't They've also like, got their own stuff going on. Yeah, they're completely entitled to their own opinions and can do whatever the fuck they want otherwise. All right. Which is great. That does sound healthy. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a good partnership. Um no oh man. It's this one's about travels to fairyland, which oh, I don't even know what yeah. that is. Um I don't know. I'm gonna give you an example of when people mistaken a regular animal <gasps> Please. for a familiar. This is kind of sad. Oh, no. During the English Civil War, the royalist general, Prince Rupert, was in the habit of taking his large poodle dog named Boy into battle with him. <laughs> Boy! Throughout the war, the dog was greatly feared among the parliamentarian forces and credited with supernatural powers. So, I don't know, maybe it did have them. Its name was Boy. As noted by Morgan, the dog was apparently considered a kind of familiar. At the end of the war, the dog was shot with a silver bullet because they were so afraid of it. Damn. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Boy. R.I.P. Boy the Poodle. (laughs) Also, look at this. Look at this, like, depiction of it. That is not a... I know. Why is he riding on it? No, that's a horse. Wait, let me look at that again. <laughs> that's his horse. That's the poodle. Oh, down there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that horse looks nothing like a poodle. <laughs> that's why I was like, people back then were crazy. Yeah, wow, horses were different like, than dogs back then. Yeah, well, oh um, so as you can imagine, familiars played a big role in the witch trials. <laughs> um. The court system that labeled and tried witches in England was known just as Essex. Mm-hmm. The Essex trial of Agnes Sampson, who I think I went over during the witch I episode, think you did. Um, in 1590 presents prosecution testimony regarding a divinatory familiar. So this case was fundamentally political, trying Samson for high treason, accusing her of employing witchcraft to kill the king. Mm-hmm. Um, people said that she called her familiar spirits and resolved her doubtful matter by, like, basically, this gets into, like, the whole point of having them. So, it is believed that you can, as a witch, enter into a trance-like state and bring your consciousness into your familiar. Mm-hmm. And that your familiar can then leave wherever you are and act as a sort of vessel for your consciousness so you can use it to spy or to go and do something for you. Um, and you'll be able to see through its eyes and be there with it mm-hmm. as, like, a, two spirits in one vessel. That's awesome. Yes. It's very cool. But then, so, 
any time that someone's like cat just left their house, though, it's like it would be like oh, that's she's a familiar coming to get me, yeah. or like just a dog, just a random dog, like that's like somebody's familiar poodle boy. Yes, or just so a wonderful poodle, or a, a handsome, world weary. Mm-hmm. Yes, war. There's a Helen Clark who was accused <clears throat> in 1645. Okay, um, basically they stated that it, the devil appeared as her dog. Which is that's insane. A, that's a bit much. Yeah, it's dumb as fuck. So so dumb. In colonial America, um, I mean, even if you just read like the um, ah oh, fuck, the main the ones that the Crucible's based off of, um, Proctor. Okay. That trial. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne Putnam frequently says that she sees a yellow bird in her house and that it's the cause of her afflictions um sarah good was said to have a yellow bird who sucked between her fingers ew because uh, that would have been her nipple was yeah her witch nipple yes oh, so like ann putnam gross. told martha cory that quote there is a yellow bird a sucking between your forefinger and middle finger i see it filthy but of course there isn't yeah it also, probably though, is it just a fun like, animal on your finger in your, in your house I like, think she was making it up again. completely, completely made yeah. up. Um, but yeah, even though it says here that in 1684, there was, I guess, law that defined what a witch was. And in 1648, did I say 54? 48. Um, there was a section, quote, hath or consulteth with a familiar spirit, oh. was taken out. Oh, why? They just didn't think it applied anymore. Or I don't know why necessarily, but it was taken out. Needless to say, didn't matter. People still were judging and trying people yeah. and bringing it up as, like, testimony and um, evidence of witchcraft. So... It didn't do them any good to remove it from the books because all those laws were fucking insane anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will also say that um, Agnes Sampson, if we didn't go over her specific trial, mm-hmm. um, everybody should because she was... It's very, very, very sad, but she was, like, horribly tortured. Aww. And she's actually a ghost that you can <gasps> see. So then she's she shows up naked and bald because she was stripped and tortured after oh, being accused God. of witchcraft. And she is said to roam Hollywood Palace. So... Poor Agnes. Yeah, poor... Poor Agnes. I don't know if you heard just then, but that yes. was the sound of the cat scratching at the that door. That was the baby. Yes. Um, <clears throat> did you ever read um, The Golden Compass when you were Of course. Younger? There's a lot of uh, familiar stuff in that, and they call them da- daemons. Right? I, we demons, talked about, because yeah, we did talk about daemons, oh, like two years ago, because a daemon was just... Um, it was just another way to say spirit. Yeah. Like the D-A-E-M-O-N. Damn. Um, Yeah, it was like a fun spirit. Yeah. I love that. And I don't remember what you told me yours would be. I think you said it would just be a friend. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> if I can sounds remember right. correctly. I think you said it was just a friend. 
And I think I said mine was a Pegasus. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. really good one. Yeah. yeah. You just did say a friend, though. I'm remembering right. it right you know, now. Yeah. I stand by what But I, I do think that you're right. Exactly right. So I will also say just I'll... Uh, I found more on this on wikipedia.com, <gasps> which oh. is a resource that we should really use more often. I don't know. Um, you've never heard of I it. I have no idea. No idea either. But there's just some a, a little more uh, tips on working with yeah, familiars. Yeah, yeah. I knew them. Um, like I said, works as like a gatekeeper between worlds, a messenger, a guide. One way a witch and a familiar have traditionally worked together is called, quote, writing. This is like the trance state that I was talking about. Okay. A witch yeah. in a trance state imprints her consciousness on the familiar creature, and the familiar allows this. So you must give like consent as the familiar because they respect each other. That's beautiful. In this way, a witch can travel to places she may otherwise not be able to go, like fly, for yeah. example. So dope. She can fly, she can climb, she can dig, and she can watch and listen, which I love. A witch may send a familiar to complete a task for her on either the physical or astral plane. Oh, yes, because familiars are both physical both and astral features. Amazing. A familiar may act as a guide and guardian when a witch travels the astral plane just generally if mm-hmm. she's also there. Um, a familiar guards a witch during magical work. So say that nice. she's deep in some kind of, like it's taking a lot of her energy. They're yeah. kind of watching to make sure nothing fucked up happens around her if somebody doesn't come in. Nice like when I'm listening to music and like painting painting something and I don't see that somebody has broken into my apartment and is about to stab me, yeah. my familiar would know. Your cattle meow. Um, mm-hmm. A familiar can also absorb some of... Um, some of like if somebody if if a witch is doing a spell that's taking a lot of her own power or is really overwhelming and she's totally stressed, mm-hmm. the familiar can take some of that Aww. away to take the edge off. Friend, I know. Caring and feeding of a familiar. This is where yeah it gets into the witch's teeth. Gotta pop that teeth. Mole, there. extra nipple, whatever it is to suckle from. I'm trying to think if I have anything that would even work. Also, I guess a witch could also just feed her familiar blood, but like I said, these days, most witches just feed them whatever physical food they like. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also may burn a candle or some incense for the spirit periodically because they just enjoy oh. it. Well, I'm already doing that. Yes. Um, some people also sit in a circle meditating with their familiar to feed their spirits. Aww. Just commune with them. Yes, exactly right. So, here's why I think blue is my familiar. Tell me. So, when I went to get, well, okay, I never, and you know this, mm-hmm. I never have even had even talked to you or anybody about getting a cat, like, ever before. Yeah. My friend was fostering a pregnant cat, and it had a litter. Mm-hmm. And my friend Kenny, shout out Kenny. Shout out. Uh, had always wanted to get his own cat. He grew up with cats. And I was like, here's our here's our way. Like, I'm going to take you to this litter of kittens, mm-hmm. and you'll pick one out and get it. Yeah. So we go, and I have no intention of getting a cat at all. Yeah, you were in a really small place then. Yes, and also, like, I just had never, I never thought that it was time for me to get a pet at all. I was about to quit a big job. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a horrible time. And we go, and we're playing with these keys, and one of them... Makes such an impression on me. He imprinted on me. And I loved him. His name was Magic. His name was Magic at that time, and I didn't know it. And I went home, and that night I couldn't sleep at all. I couldn't sleep at all or stop thinking about this one little key. 
And then the next day I called the friend and I was mm-hmm. like, has anybody adopted that one yet? And he was like, yeah, there's like four people that are interested in just him. Because he was the only one that looked like him out of Magic. his whole litter. And I was like, listen to me. You tell them that that they can't have him. Oh, my God. Because he's that one's mine. He's mine now. And he was like, I don't know if I can do that. And I'm like, you better. You have oh my God. to. So... I think that he that was his way of appearing like, to me. You're my mom. Yeah. And then the first night I got him, he um he He's was such a tiny this little. tiny 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 and it took him like so many tries, but he leapt onto my bed eventually. Oh, he had to like climb, so grapple small. his way up there. And I pretended to be asleep and he nudged me in the face a bunch of times <gasps> and then curled up right in my little neck and he could fit between my chin and my shoulder. Oh, I love when he they slept do like that. that the whole time. Baby. And he's my familiar. And, and he takes the edge off when I need him to by just being there. Mm-hmm. He saved my life in so many ways. He's a, he's a big, beautiful boy. And you oh. got that witch card that had the painting of yes. him and said blue. Yes. And I got an, an insane ghost card with an exact portrait of him and his name under it. Was it was like a random gift. From in, somebody who's yeah. never met me and doesn't know that I have a cat. So that was insane. And mm-hmm. just further proof. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just further proof. It's my tiny prince. Oh, he's a wonderful boy. He's a wonderful boy. Every animal that I... Well, no, I have um, uh, assimilated cats in various ways. Mm -hmm. For the most part, though, I will seek them out and adopt them rather than... You know, there was that one time when I was driving around yes. near school and there was just a sign for kittens. I mm-hmm. did go into a strange house. You just got the cat and, like, free. it was free riding was in your car with you all riding. the way back home. It was having a bad time. Aww. It was scared. Baby. Baby. Um, but, like, yeah, well, maybe I found her on Pet Finder and I was like, okay. Um, Recently, somebody pointed out, they were like, you know that if you die in your house, your cat will eat your face? Yeah. And I was like, that's the least I could do for it. Oh. Honestly, I'm not feeding that cat. If it's hungry, fine. I don't think I would even have to die for her to eat my face. <laughs> I think I would have to, like, sleep a, a little too long. They she eat the face, I think, because, like, your cheeks are the most the supple. Mm-hmm. Gross. That's why I should start Succulent. exercising my cheeks. So that yeah, yeah. You got to get one remain. of those things that makes you go. Ah, I ah. who am I kidding? I just did jaw clicks for the whole yeah. like listeners. I don't you're, need to exercise the work any part of my mm-hmm. jaw. Um, oh, I love that, and I love familiars. I just in my own mind said that I have a rock solid face, which is the meanest thing I've said to myself in a long time. <laughs> what does it even mean? I I I know what that means to me, but I don't. We don't, don't know. have to talk about it if you. Feel some kind of way about it. No, I just wish my jaw worked. We all wish our jaws worked, our respective <laughs> jaws. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's that's them. That's beautiful, and I love that. I, I love, love them. them, and I love every animal in the world. Also, if you want one, just just start putting the energy out, mm-hmm. or just claim that you have one and get or a pet. Be like, see that mosquito? Mm-hmm. That's uh, <laughs> we've made an agreement. So many many mosquitoes have appeared to you in the night that you may just be killing off your familiars left and right. You know what? I hope so. If that's what they're like, I don't want them. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't think my familiar would bite me three times on the face. No. (laughs) Because that was a terrible night. That was bad. That was such a bad night. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Tell me a tale. So I took a page from the book of Stephanie. Oh my god. I'm going to be telling you about a Japanese ghost. (gasps) Oh! Yes. Named Oiwa. 
you Ooh, heard about her? No, I don't. I don't okay. know. Well, so Oiwa is the tragic and terrifying Onryo from Yotsuya Kaidan, the ghost story of Yotsuya. And now you might be thinking, what's an... Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. What's an Onryo? Well... Traditionally, ooh, what bone was that? It's my ankle. Every Oof. single thing is breaking. Wow. It's fine. <laughs> Snapped that ankle off. Yep. Um, okay, traditionally in Japan, Onryo are vengeful spirits, uh, which are believed capable of causing harm in the living world. How is that spelled? On, onryo? Yeah. O-N-R-Y-O. Okay. Onryo. Onryo. I don't know. I'm trying. So, yeah, they can physically harm or kill enemies. They can even cause natural disasters, anything to exact vengeance. And when their enemies are dying, they take the spirits from the dying bodies. They just take, they suck up your soul? Yeah. Yes. So, where did Oiwa come from? So, apparently, this was news to me. The story of Oiwa and her husband, which is a Of course, it's a girl. I just assumed, yeah. Yeah, ghost, a tale so of betrayal, murder, and ghostly revenge apparently is the most famous Japanese ghost story of all time. What? Yeah, and oh I... Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't know. I know. How did I find the the fucking yokai that looks like a roll of toilet paper and I didn't know about this? I don't know. I wow. had never heard of it. But uh, what's even cooler is that it's based on true events of the mm. 17th century. All so, right, sock it to me. All right. The tale is, basically, a woman, Oiwa, is poisoned by her unfaithful husband, and her disfigured ghost returns from the dead to exact revenge. Okay. I think I have heard this now. Yeah. It's a very classic story. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Oiwa's husband decides he wants to marry a younger woman. Is it? Okay. Who he's having Wait, an affair with. I can't. Um, so I he tries to kill it. her by poisoning her food. And then instead of killing her, it makes her disgusting and uh, into a hideous monster. She is left with a droopy, sagging eye. No. Her skin is one giant, like, festering, bleeding scar. No. And her hair is falling out in bloody clumps. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, there are a bunch of different variations what happens in between, like, when she gets disfigured and the end, but in all of them, Oiwa ends up dead, whether killed by her husband or, in some versions, she sees how awful she looks and kills herself. Oh, no. Um, but after she dies, her husband starts planning his wedding to the new woman, but he's haunted by his uh, disgusting dead wife. Of course. And sees her face everywhere, and that drives him to start killing people and eventually himself. Whoa, why does he take it out on others? Because Just he hallucinates that, like, when he's getting married, he lifts up the veil and he sees <gasps> his disfigured ex-wife. Oh, my God. So he kills her. Oh, my God. And then once the head rolls onto the ground, it's his new wife and, like, the illusion is broken. Whoa. Yeah, that happens a bunch. So, the real Oiwa died in 1636. Um, her story was dramatized in the 1825 Kabuki play, Tokaido Yotsuya Kaidan, which became very popular and cemented her place as Japan's most famous ghost. Awesome. Countless variations and adaptations of her tale followed. Um, and, and I'll get into this, but it's been made into movies and TV shows over 30 times. Wow. Um, so, it's rumored that her Onryo still haunts the places she lived as well as those who perform her story. <gasps> this is an actor's curse. Stephanie. What? Crazy. It's said to be worse than the curse of Macbeth. Don't say by that. A Don't lot. say that to me. Don't say even um, that word again. Sorry. 
It's rumored that her ghost will... Uh, yeah, I said that. Uh, mysterious disasters and deaths occurring around a number of productions, including theater, film, and television adaptations, have been blamed on the curse of Oila's ghost. So, like I said, as a result, there is said to be a famous curse that touches anything and everything related to this story. Similar to the Macbeth curse, only worse. Oh my god. And somehow, in spite of that, it's been adapted into film and TV over 30 times. Yeah. Well, I mean, that doesn't stop anybody from putting on the Scottish play, the fact that it's cursed. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? You just can't do the one thing. I mean... Just say the name of the the play in in a theater, yeah. Yeah, you could probably do that, though. No. No, you can't, because I didn't believe it for a long time, and then I said it, and then... A bunch of uh, props that were rigged up into the rafters fell on me <gasps> immediately. I remember when that happened. Yes. And Ooh. if it had been, like, anything, it was coats. If it had been anything else, it would have fallen right on my fucking head and I'd be dead. I hate that. So I was, like, joking about it right before that. And now I full, full fucking Wow. Believe. Okay. Yep. Were you, you were in the play, right? Yeah, we were in tech. And, uh... I guess it's a good thing they found out that that kind of wouldn't wasn't going to work for the play. Yeah, <laughs> it is good. But um, yeah, I remember people like the other actors on stage freaking out because when they just saw what like something giant falling onto me, and they they were yeah, like, we thought it was like a light. Died. Well, we thought it was like a a giant light that like hangs up yeah. in the shit and stuff. So they were like, she. Like one of my friends in the play just like quietly uh, bent all the way over and then sat on the ground and then laid all the way down and was like, I truly thought that I was gonna like, that you were like gonna be dead. Like, oh my like God. I mean, I, I don't think I just her. laughed because I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm glad it was a coat. I'm glad yeah. it was coats. Oh, even that must have felt terrible. Get it, hit by a flying lump of coke. Somehow it didn't, because I think it was truly just a warning. Wow. Well. It was crazy. I guess I believe. Yeah. Um, so, right, like, that's the only rule with Macbeth is you can't say the name. Mm-hmm. The only rule with Oiwa now is that it's customary before starting any, like, movie or show or anything that even talks about her story. Oh, it didn't Fuck! Do that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the principal, I think it's more for, like, making, uh, doing, performing the story, not okay. talking about okay. her. Okay. Um, but the principal actors and the director must make a pilgrimage to her actual grave and ask her permission to perform and for her blessing. It's kind of nice. It is I nice. I like that. Although, Stephanie, you know it's not nice? If you visit her grave out of sheer curiosity, your right eye will begin to droop just like Oilas did from the poison. Oh, my fucking yeah, God. Yeah, you can't go there just to look at it. You'll get like a, a droopy. You get a droopy. Slippy, slimy eyeball now? You get a bulldog's slidey oh, eye that could no. come out at any moment. No, 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 no. Um, but it's also said that if you stand before her grave and wish hard enough, your wish will come true, which is okay. like, okay. Um, so Oiwa is the classic vision of an onryo, the ghosts who seek vengeance. Yeah. She shares most of the common traits of this style of Japanese ghost, including white dress representing the burial kimono, long ragged hair, and a white or indigo face that marks a ghost in kabuki theater. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned her sagging eye and scarred skin, which are all very classic Japanese ghost traits, and her appearance is 
like very much the basis for ghosts you see in a lot of Japanese horror, mm. especially The Ring, The mm-hmm. Grudge, all of those yeah. movies, the pale white ghost with stringy hair, those are Oiwa. Okay. Like, she is the inspo. Um, and this is uh, just something I wanted to mention about the Kabuki play. That sounded really fucking awesome, the one in the 1820s. Mm-hmm. Okay, so apparently they came up with, like, tons of really cool special effects back then. Cool. Yes. And so one of them was projecting her face on lanterns on stage, which, like, flipped people out. Yeah, and awesome. this, it, Listen to how cool this is. There's a scene where she's sitting combing her hair, and the hair starts falling out because she's been poisoned. And it starts piling up to, like, absurd heights next to her and they did it because a stagehand would sit under the stage and push more and more hair up through the floor while she was combing and people like freaked out that's so cool it's so so cool that's amazing i would love to see that oh so apparently universal studios singapore is featuring oiwa and a performance of her story at their Halloween Horror Nights this year. Oh, my God. And they have a full haunted house dedicated (gasps) to her. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, I don't know if I could see a droopy eye. A droopy Mm, eye? So scary. A saggy eye? Well, they didn't get permission from her to do it. Oh, fuck. So... I'm going to keep an uh, an eye on the headlines in Singapore for the next few months because they're really playing with fire and they didn't ask for permission. Wow. That's the tale of Oiwa. I love her. And I love her. Yeah. Yeah. What is she now? Can you summon this ghost? Like, if she's a vengeful spirit, how will she just appear? So I I think like she is specifically vengeful against her husband, but okay. there is a whole the Onryo is a whole class of ghosts of vengeful ghosts. So yes. I looked up like Onryo versus yokai, and they're very different mm. because their intention is different. Yes. Um. So I'm sure there are ones that you can probably summon because it's a whole yeah. it's its own long Wikipedia thing and like. You know, it would be cool, but mm-hmm. I think for the most part, the impression I got is that they're the spirits of people who have a goal in mind. Okay. Um, like a very specific vengeance. Yeah, not the point of a yokai at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yokai are, are much more fun, I'll say. I also think that the more I look into it, the more they are looked at as like a like, kind of like a demonic presence, but it's not the same kind of demons that we think of in, like, um, like Western Christian lore. It's mm-hmm. not the same kind of a demon. I, I, I think of them kind of as, like, a trickster god. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Especially Which, like, that old butthole ghost. Oh, my God. What a prankster. Mm. What, such a the rascal. Shirime. My favorite one. A glittering eye. Glittering eye. <laughs> so much butt stuff because the kappa wants to wants to take your, your jewel Through from your out butt. your butt. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's, There's a, a lot, lot there that, There's to unpack. Lot. Yeah. Anyway. That was awesome. <sighs> I want to Japan see a play right. of this, but I I'm scared too. I know. Well, we're we're fine. We wouldn't be in trouble. The people in the play would be That's in trouble. That's true. But Stephanie, I know. Don't you dare act it out. 
I can't. I would never, ever do that. I can't no, just play a Japanese woman in a play. That yeah. would be insane. But I'm saying you can't direct it. You can't be involved in a production I can't even it. be the dramaturg You can't be it. the dramaturg. Okay. You can't be the linguist. You can't be <laughs> the, the linguist. warm-up yeah, comedian Japanese, before so. the play starts. <laughs> they have that? I don't I know. can't be an usher. You can't usher. Okay. You can't help make the program. I won't do it. I would love to learn more about haunted plays. That's really cool. I know. I Maybe I'll do that in there. a in an episode coming up. Yeah, because there are it. we haven't even covered like a lot of haunted theaters, which is no. very I, cool. We actually haven't even talked about Macbeth, really. Not no, but the theater is one of the most superstitious the places, theater. and like theater people have such strong spiritual They're beliefs. Very stitious. Yes, and I love <laughs> it. There's uh, also something just called a ghost light what? in a theater. Do you know about this? No. What is that? They used to keep um, a single light on. In the, they still do this a lot of places. In the middle of the stage, they put a light on, and it's like usually just a like a pole with a um, with a bulb just on the top of it. In the middle of the stage. In the middle of the stage when nobody's there. So oh. you close up like you're you strike everything. Everybody's going home. You're turning all the lights out, but not this one. And it's usually, I think, red. And, I mean, it's supposed to be because if anybody should be back there, it's dangerous to walk without a light on. Yeah, yeah. But really what it is is that it's left on for the ghosts, for the spirits in the theater. Ooh. That's, I think, how it started. And... A lot of things, um, theaters sometimes built in seats just for spirits. What? That would come. Yes, dude. And, I mean, if you think about it, the origins of theater were for the gods. They were put on, plays were for the gods. There was a mm-hmm. whole point of it. So the whole intention has always been for some otherworldly presence and supernatural, like, means. Wow. So... Pretty cool. And I there's want a you lot to do more. a whole thing about it. Okay, I definitely will. Do it. I will. You have to. I shall. All I right. promise. Wonderful. You know what? Okay. You know why I haven't yet? Wait. Because I'll be the first to admit, I haven't been able to put as much research as I want into my, my recent guys. Yeah. I mean, into it's my a busy time. Ones. It's a very busy time. Yeah, I got to get back to, like, uh, doing a better job. And for that, I'm sorry. Hey, Audience, Stephanie? Listeners? listeners? Stephanie. I want to give you the cream of the crop, most wonderful, most wonderful time every time. <laughs> that every time the motto is the of the show is most wonderful time every time. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Subtitle: Cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. Ugh, I hate saying that. Children of the corn. Don't cream, like saying cream of the corn. Malachi. Cream corn. Did you ever eat cream corn as a child? No, and I never will. I think I definitely did a lot. Is it just like milk corn? I would say it's kind of like a corn chowder, but just a very thick, corn-heavy chowder. Don't that. You know, I don't like... I mean, like, definitely I wouldn't eat it now. I don't like sweet corn. I like a buttery corn. I'd say butter but like is the sweetest corn of all. salty. Like a oh, okay, salty, okay, okay. buttery corn. Okay. Do you like cornbread? Yeah, but I, I like to I think you're lying like when jalapeno. you say you don't like a sweet corn. I, I like to put jalapeno stuff on it. Okay, okay. Cuts through the sweetness of the corn. I really miss corn. I can't eat corn right now, or eggs, or gluten, or dairy, or soy. And yet here you are churning out two pies a night. Here I am making pies on pies and pies. 
pine It's because I had those pie. sugar plunkins that I tried to carve. Oh my god, for Steph like was stabbing minutes. them with a knife, and I did try it too, and it was there. It was not happening for a while. Everyone was like, "Just try harder," and I'm like, "Guys, I cannot get through these it's sugar plunkins to even sell uncarvable pumpkins." Well, it's because I'm learning now that they're truly just for baking. I know, but like maybe say that so that like hopeful children won't be like, "Oh, I guns we're yeah. not carving the pumpkin on Yeah, it was foolish of me. Hey, it was foolish of the bad wife. Yeah, it's true. I didn't get them there. I got them oh. at Stu Leonard's, which is like... Oh, that's even meaner. There's I know. so many kids there. How could you betray me like that, that's Stu's? That's sad. Um, I want to get one of those really beautiful kind of wide flatties that's uh, yes. like a light teal, yes. almost like a, a mm-hmm. mint. And I, I just want to like cover everything in them. They're so handsome. I know. They're beautiful. I did see something horrifying, which is called a peanut pumpkin, which has, like, horrible warts all on the outside of it, and it looks like a disease. And it was just being sold normally, and I was like, no one should buy this. What are you talking about? my sister Zoe, who loves those bumpy, warty squashes. I do love gourd. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. This, though... Wait, it's I want to like Google it. I'm going to Google it. It's I'll show a, you. What, a peanut squash? What is it? Probably something like that. Peanut squash. It was really not good to see. Let me get a good a good photo for you. Yeah. Ooh, like, I see it. It's not good, right? <laughs> it's not good. Like, it looks like... It looks like it's covered in popcorn and all the popcorn popped. Yeah, or like an unshelled peanut. It's just disgusting. Yeah, I saw that in real life and I was it like, looks, what the fuck? It looks fungal. Yeah, it's a disease. <laughs> I don't know. I that, but maybe it has the, the sweetest meat. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. It t- if it tastes like peanuts, I would definitely try it. Yeah. Oh, just for fun. God, I love squash season. I fucking love acorn squash and I fed squash you a delicata delicata last spaghetti week. squash yum damn I love what's squash. your top squash you feel acorn truly yeah I think that's also mine I love it it's so good I love a baked acorn squash you put it you, you put a little sugar put you a put a little honey sugar. you, you put, eat it up you put a little just butter. in the manner of a bowl you you put you plunk it down mm-hmm. you bake it then you turn it over you bake it a little more yeah you get that butter melting in there mmm Baby, you got a meal. Yum. Everybody, my tip is going to be get yourself some acorn squash and yeah. any type of squash at all. Yeah. Also, my real tip is um, if you feel like you're handling something hard, know that you don't have to do it alone. People have been inventing this idea of a familiar, I guess inventing, people have invented <laughs> this idea of a familiar. Be, like Humanity believes yeah. that uh, that natural it. things try to help you mm-hmm. when you need them. So open yourself up to it. I don't know what's going to happen. Ugh. Maybe you'll get a cat randomly like I did. special bun, nothing yes. compares. Nothing will compare, mm-hmm. especially, especially to that kind of, of uh, having a love for for an animal who wants it doesn't have anything it wants but to be loved but in to return. I love you. So everybody get a oh, cat. Missing is what I'm my precious bun. Oh my beautiful Lord. baby. I do miss bun. Oh, would sleep next to me on Maple. the couch at night. My Beep. sweet baby. R.I.P. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's a good tip. And you know, I would I would go one step further and say uh, adopt. Just adopt an animal. Adopt one. Always I don't adapt. care if you don't want one or can't have one or Get you're it. allergic or Doesn't you matter. just moved or had a baby. Mm-mm. You need to adopt an animal. You do. It can be an iguana. Yeah. It could be a mouse. It could be a snake. It could be a snake. Uh, it could be a bird. Mm-hmm. Any old thing. Any old thing, but definitely get one that needs a home and not one that's 
bread yeah. to bread to be sold for yeah. um, a fortune. Rescue yourself a friend. Yeah, rescue a friend. Um, what is my tip? I guess I uh, I would say if you are going to be starring in any play and mm-hmm. and uh, turn on your listening ears because this is relevant to you. Mm-hmm. Um, any play you're going to be in, make sure you Google the name of it and then the word curse. Yeah, just so you're sure. That's a really, really, really good uh, tip. Yeah. Just That's because, really like, good. You know, with some of them, I guess maybe it's you can't say the name, but then some of them you have to go ask if you yeah. can do it. So it's good to just figure out what the rules are. I take it a step further and say if you're the kind of folks that gig around, that go and perform mm-hmm. in theaters, you should look up the history of all these places that you're going to be in yeah. because you'll, you're going to be putting a lot of energy on top of that, whatever's already there. And opening yourself up to a lot. So just get the lay of the land. Yeah. Get the lay of the stage. Bring a sage, too, maybe. 100% bring sage a sage. Yet. Oh, yeah. You got to. Sage it up. Yep. Ooh. Well, we done did it. We done did it. And guess what? What? When is this coming out? Wednesday. Ooh. The next Wednesday. It's weenie. Is weenie. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's weenie time. It's weenie time. And look, I'm not trying to be one of those people who like whooshes past one holiday yeah. into the next, but I know, I know it's my favorite day of the year, which is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. so excited. I can't wait to. I was just texting Patrick about Thanksgiving an hour before I came over. I can't wait. Yeah. He was like, Ooh. oh, man, I wish the weekend was longer. And my response was, yeah, but it's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. I, I Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. With, like, such yeah. strong desire. Yeah. It yeah. is... I feel so fucking festive about it. Oh, yeah, I me too. I cannot wait. We should plan something, Ooh. like, really, really... We should put some markers in for that weekend so we can extend the joy as, as many days as we can. Yeah. I mean, we usually do a traditional pie sharing. Of course, yeah. Which, uh, you know, we're going to do, but maybe we can watch the dog show together you oh, know that'd be great. let's pick out some things to do we should try sure. to go to the woods and do some do spells a woods as walk. Well. well we got to do a, a post meal woods walk yeah just to work it off and get ourselves back to normal you normie. gotta work it off i will have yep. i will have throated a turkey leg just like at the ren fair oh my so god I'll we did do some form. like pre-gaming for the thanksgiving dinner at that I, that's ren the fair. most that, that i think that's the most meat i've, meat had. I've ever had it at once yeah same same. And I'm not even, I'm still not convinced it was turkey. So I'm not convinced it was all we turkey. We can't get into this right now. Could have been a pig. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. It couldn't have been a pig. I still think they could have engineered they don't. pig meat onto the bone. It could have also been a pig leg. It we tasted nothing like turkey. We would if they had that technology. Okay. I don't know. All I'm saying is, I will can you say prove it that it was a turkey? to be a turkey leg. Yeah. It's but crazy. No. I can't. <sighs> Well, I'll do some research. We'll get do back to you guys research. about yeah, we'll this uh, conspiracy theory I have. But in the meantime, we love you, and we will. We love you, and we'll see, see you, in, you hell. in hell. Bye-bye. Bye.